podcast off today not talking about the Leafs. I know we normally talk about the Leafs right off the top, but I want to make sure we get to the Alexander Burroughs incident. Can we call it an um, incident? Is that the right word? Okay. I mean, I, f- I wish there was a more offensive term towards Alex Burroughs uh, to describe the... Offense? His, uh, his, his shame? offense? Yeah. It, he, gets, he got 10 games for his actions. Because, I mean... It wasn't a hit. It wasn't a fight. It it wasn't like... I want to go to describe it as, like, for his knee on Taylor Hall, but that makes it sound like he went knee-on-knee knee with him, or, like, you know, not that he, like, MMA-style kneed him in the back of the head a bunch of times while they were laying on the ice. Well, the funny thing is, is that he, it was a hit, and Burroughs just didn't like the fact that Taylor Hall hit him, which is still, like it's a contact sport, little child. Like obviously, it's that I hate so much. And then um, Taylor Hall skates away. Burroughs is nowhere near him, and he's just there's a video where he's just like kind of standing there, and all of a sudden the light switch clicks, and he sees the red mist. But it wasn't like an instantaneous "you hit me, I rage." It was Burroughs tried to fight him. Hall skated away. Burroughs stood there. And then Burroughs decided to go after him. So, like, what what happened in that? It was, like, five seconds where Burroughs was just standing there looking at the ice. Like, was he just trying to count the brain cells he has left? Like, isn't Burroughs also the piece of scum that would also um, taunt players for, like, a drinking addiction or, like, a a passed-away parent, I believe? Wasn't that also him? Yeah, no, there was... I don't know. There was a story... If I was him, I would also try to not have to play for the Sens for the rest of the season. So I can see that, yeah. I'd be like, looking around like, oh, this is what the rest of the year is going to be like? No, there was a story that one of the um, one of the Los Angeles Kings, when Burroughs played for the Canucks, had a, I know he had a, like a drinking problem that a number of other teams and players in the league knew about. And uh, Burroughs decided to openly mock him as he would, like, skate by him on the bench, like, pretending to, like, drink from his hockey glove or, like, making, like, long drunk faces at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, was no, another Burroughs player is, a, who is think... famous for just crossing lines. Um, mainly mainly like mentally, like, um, cheap shots, verbally. Uh, then again, he's also accused of biting someone. So, but this is the first... Accused? It was on video. Okay, I'm going to use accused because... But yeah, he bit somebody, he's, uh, and yeah, he's just not a very, uh... Oh, oh the 1920s are calling, Governor! Quick, we have to get to the presses for the phone! J. Joma Jameson is going to be really pissed if Spider-Man doesn't get on the first cover! Um, uh, yeah, no, totally, Burroughs is a piece of garbage. But he's not a repeat offender, so it's okay. Because uh, he, he hasn't I, gotten oh, suspended in a year and a half, so it's okay, he's not a repeat offender. And he's ta- and what, there's uh, what is Marshawn that he might... for again? Elbow. He got five games for that elbow. That was maybe an accident. Oh, I think I would have. Get... I'm trying. To... I'm just all of a sudden I can't. Or before that, head, but... where he because he was a. It doesn't matter. So basically, what I'm saying is, what you're saying. Ten Buxy? games. What I'm trying to say is, ten games probably isn't enough, and yet there's still talk of him appealing the suspension and i'm like what are you appealing the fact did you need a guy in the back of the head after the play while you're laying on the ground yes okay clearly we see that in the video what is there to appeal 
Like, if this guy goes to appeal, you should just be like, yeah, you're taking the rest of the season off. Like, just, you're an idiot. Why are you appealing this? You're clearly, this is clearly a garbage play that has nothing to do with hockey. Yeah. I I can understand when someone crosses the line and they make a mistake, like they hit a guy the wrong way, or um, they go knee on knee, or they hit a guy from behind, and it's at least in, during play... It's a fast game. Stuff happens, and yeah, you. I mean, they made a made might have made a wrong decision, and they have to serve a suspension for that. But this was clearly like, oh, we're on the ground. The refs are breaking us up. Let's. How can I get a few more shots in on this game? Yeah, like, and it wasn't. It wasn't how even. How can I make sure that I try my best to yeah, injure ridiculous. him? Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Kick him out of the league. It's dumb. Like he's. At first, and at first, I was like, ten games. That seems good. And then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're only si- we only like 10 games because normally we see players get away with whatever they want to do. And it's like, ah, eh, he gets a one-game suspension. Ah, eh, he gets a two-game suspension. And then, so 10 games seems like a lot. But then you look at what he did, and you're like, 10 games yeah. doesn't seem enough for that. Like, if someone need me in the back of the head... I'd probably not want to see them play in the league for the rest of the season, especially since they're on a team that's pretty much garbage anyways yeah, and isn't know. doing just, anything. I think they also should have given Marshawn more games because, like, yes, Burrow should have got 10, but Marshawn should have got more as a repeat offender. You know what I mean? Okay, but is... So... So Marshawn's elbow, which... Well, and then you see Gudis, who I think it was an accident, but that hit that Gudis laid on Palmieri. Suspend him. People are like, well, why Should didn't have... he get suspended? Oh, I accidentally... I No, I think they made the right call. He couldn't see mm. the player. He turned, dodged his own player, and in the act of doing that, hit the other guy. And I think that's very similar to what happened to Marshan. He turned around and, like, got the guy in the face with his elbow, but he didn't... Yeah, I just, I had my gun out on the street, and I was shooting at this brick wall, but I kind of missed, and I shot this guy in the knee, and he's never going to walk again, so I'm still going to be charged with assault with a deadly weapon. But having your elbow in a shooting position isn't the same as accidentally shooting someone no but it's i can't believe i'm defending brad marshand right now it's just all i'm saying is there's a difference between something that happens during the play and there's something and there's something that happens after the play that's not necessarily premeditated but burroughs had an awful long time to think about what he was about to do when he went after taylor hall he had an awful long time at least five or six seconds to go and then he goes this is a good idea like he he had time to count to yeah, 10 exactly. and then so still think, did the wrong thing. I think he oh, should yeah. have gotten more than 10. I th- I think he should get more than 10. Um, and I hope he appeals it and Gary Bettman's like, okay, you you don't like 10? How about 15? Yeah, I think, I think it'll never happen. But I think there should be cases where if a player appeals something that's so blatantly obviously a suspension... They should be suspended longer yeah, or even like, wasting why, their time. First of all, he was like, no, I don't want an in-person hearing. I'll just do it by phone. And then, so obviously he's not taking it seriously. And then he gets 10 games in... Well, no, I, that's, I disagree with that. Because um, the hearing would have been in New York, yeah. right? So to fly from Ottawa to New York, you have to fly to Toronto and then to New York. 
and that's probably an hour and a half. You get there, you have to cross downtown, you go to a meeting, you sit there for four hours. Weren't they playing in New Jersey, though? And then you have to... Uh, Well, the team would have maybe gone back to Ottawa? Either way. He would have had to have gone out of his way. They would have charted... Well, he knew he was getting suspended. So, I mean... I would, yeah, I don't, I don't... You should have gone in person, and then if they're in person, I assume they go over the video with you and go, what the heck were you thinking here, bud? And then maybe you can explain yourself, and you, or maybe he's just like, he didn't want to have to face the music, because he knows... It's what he probably that, but I'm idiotic. more than willing to bet that he just thought, oh, I can either fly to New York and burn two days of my life, or I can just sit here on the phone for three hours. True, yeah. Right? Either um, way, I, I, if I... If you're taking it seriously, you're more likely to get leniency if you go in person, I think. No, I don't disagree. That's my that's my feeling on it, um, is that you're more likely... They were not in New Jersey, by the way. So the New Jersey game was... Oh, they were in Ottawa. Yeah, they were in Ottawa. And then the next game was uh, Nashville in Ottawa, which is today. So that meant that he would have had to have probably flown out yesterday and then flown back, missed practice um, for today's game that he wouldn't have known if he was suspended for or not. Well, let's face it. You're getting suspended. You don't have to look at that video more than once to know you're yeah. getting suspended. It's just a matter of how long is it? Unless, like, shit, he could have made, like, a little mini New York City vacation out of it. You know, like, oh, I'll go down and, you know, oh, I'm suspended for 10 games. Well, you know, I'm in New York. Maybe I'll catch a basketball game. Maybe I'll eat some cool pizza. I don't know. I'm already here. But, yeah, like... Flying for a hearing would be stupid unless you were in unless you're like New Jersey Rangers Islanders, whatever. So I don't I don't blame him for not wanting to fly to New York for a hearing. So, so talking about places that are nice to visit and or you might want to go, um, Rick Nash was asked for his no trade list the other day, and it got trend. Uh, I don't know if it trended on Twitter, but on Twitter a few people were responding with their personal six team no trade list. So I thought we could discuss, our, if we were NHL players, where would you not want to play right now in the NHL? If you had six teams that you're like, I'm not going there. Mm. I don't care how much money Buffalo. they give me. Not going Buffalo there. for sure. Not doing it. Florida Panthers for okay. sure. Arizona for sure. Um, where else? I don't know. I've got uh, Buffalo. Um mainly because a the city is not that great to live in that's it's kind of cold and snows a lot and also the team doesn't seem like it's that well run and it's just constantly in a cycle of poo of being bad um, of poo. two would be edmonton because oh, I'd go to edmonton. a lot of similar reasons i would not go to edmonton yeah, i don't you, care you would make it's bank. cold you would make bank. It's cold you could get money from pete shirelli do you want money and then just in the off season you go live somewhere warm but the taxes, man, the taxes are too high. Hmm. The not in Alberta. Media is too crazy. No, the media there. is crazy, but taxes are better in Alberta there. than they are in Ontario and Quebec. And the team is—I mean, you can play with McDavid, but yeah. that clearly isn't working right now either. So there's no guarantee but, of success. Yeah. Uh, third team, Montreal, because um, again, the media is maybe a little, little overbearing. In Montreal, is that the yeah. nice way of putting it? Um, everyone expects you to speak French, and I do not speak French. Yeah, except their captain's American and, and doesn't also, speak any French. That's a weird double standard. They're not... They don't seem to be that well run. 
They don't seem like a well-run organization hmm, that, from that, top to bottom. That frog seems to bump um, his ass. When, when you he look bumps. at their, huh? Go on. Um, like ECHL team poorly run, AHL team poorly run, NHL team poorly run. Yeah, no thanks, pass. Uh, Arizona because um, while it would be nice to live in the desert, it'd be nice and warm. Uh, I just don't think they are well run. Again, a lot of teams that I don't think are very well run right now, or yeah. I want to win. I'd like to be a winner, because winning is the most important thing. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Um, and then Ottawa, because they would never pay you any money. Um, and you can attest that the winters are not good in Ottawa. Yeah. The arena's a dump. Yep. Winters Their are bad. Yeah. A little it literally snowed for 12 hours little yesterday. A little interesting. Like... And uh, they're not very good. So, yeah. I, I thought of a, a chant. Uh, I thought of a chant that Ottawa could break out for for tonight with Turris coming back into town. Sell the team, Eugene. Yeah, but did you look at their huh? lineup for tonight? No. Sell the team, Eugene. Yeah, it's probably crap. Like Carlson and who cares? Um, their top line is like Hoffman, Duchesne, and White, um, and then after that, it's like. It's like you just just you just hit random just on flush the a NHL, toilet the same. like create a player name generator. Yeah. Player name generator. Yeah. Uh, and the final team on my list would be the Red Wings. Um, I would not want to play I, for the Red Wings. I go to Detroit. It's an old it's an original six team. It's close to Canada. You got a sick new arena. They have a nice new rink that nobody seems to sit in their seats for. Um, allegedly 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 they're all in the restaurant allegedly eating and allegedly having a good time allegedly sure. um they are their cap is just a mess and i don't think they're gonna get out of it anytime soon and i'm not a big fan of the city i don't think the city has a good reputation i don't know if i want to live there yeah well, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like the Can it's like the american winnipeg you're probably gonna get your shit stolen Oh, see, but yeah. Though apparently Daniel Albertson liked living there. Well, he didn't. He, there, he didn't so live in Detroit, though. Maybe right? if you, like if you have enough money, out of Detroit. Yeah. In Michigan, I lived in Michigan. <laughs> I lived in the same state as I played in. That's good enough, right? Uh, where would you play? Um. So the top five places I'd want to play, other than Toronto, because we'd both say Toronto, number one, obviously. Uh, Nashville. Warm, yeah, that would be sick. Uh, good team. Very little personal income taxes. Uh, country music everywhere, which is awesome. And P.K. Subban. So get to be bros with P.K. Subban, obviously. And he could give me some fashion tips. And you could ignore uh, them. we would just hang out and do, we could just do low fives all the time. Because there's no more rules about that kind of stuff. Yep. And then uh, second would be Tampa for many of the same reasons. Good team, warm weather, low income taxes. Uh, maybe not as nice of a place to live as Nashville would be. But, you know, yep. hanging out with Stammer and Headman and chill out. Have a good chance to win in both of those cities. Um, Winnipeg, because they're a good team. And Canadian. And although... 
but you can't walk around downtown without getting um and i wouldn't have to live there in the summer when the mosquitoes are there so it's okay like i could just live there in the winter which is also not great but at least if you're like playing hockey at that time you could you're only there like half the time anyways so and they have a really good team and it's really young and i think they could Mm -hmm. be a contender for a few years so and i could I could make fun of Patrick Lyon's yep. beard to his face. So, you know, that's a... W- Man, that's a... That's a... <laughs> what the... F- that's... All right, I would go... I would probably go... Five is tough. Five is not many, but I would go Nashville. Los... Mm, I would have put Los Angeles on the list, but I would imagine getting around LA would just be shit. Um, but I would go Nashville... And then probably Chicago, New York Rangers, and Vancouver. Is that four or five? Uh, five. I think that's five. I've got Pittsburgh and Vegas on my list as well. Anaheim would be would be a lot of fun because it's like LA light, and you saw yeah, get palm it's, trees it's a little bit farther out, so you're not. But it's the traffic's still terrible in Anaheim. I'm, yeah, but if you're an NHL where you player, wanna, by helicopter, and then where you want to play is San Jose. That's ah uh, yes, Silicon that's Tip Valley, San Jose, man. Yes. If you're going I have California dreaming, job. if you're going California dreaming, it's San Jose. Why do you think Patrick Marlowe and Joe Thornton played there for so long? Yeah, you can uh, get a nice little place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Francisco. Yeah, cool. Because cool, cool, cool. I mean, if I'm a millionaire, I got places to be. I got things to do. I don't want to be sitting in traffic. No. I won't have to spend money on a helicopter. Yeah, you don't want to be like Philip Rivers relax, doing. Go to the beach. You don't want to be Philip Rivers tan. doing video in his limo. Well, so, I think we can talk about the Leafs now. Yep, the amazing Toronto Maple Leafs who just beat Nashville. Yeah, one. So they've played four games since we since we last talked on the podcast. They dominated the Rangers. Then they were dominated by the Bruins. Then they went head-to-head against the Ducks. And they beat the Preds. I will say they beat the Preds. That is factual. They won against the Preds. I think they deserved that win. Um, Like, they they friggin' earned it. But... Based on their play? Or based on what gives them... I mean, well, Anderson won, so they, deserved to win that game last it's night. It's not like it was... I would definitely say that. You know, they had, like, three goals on ten shots, and they faced 40. Like, they were in the game the whole time. And I think they made a lot of stupid mistakes in overtime that Anderson bailed them out on. But I think, in general, like, they're talking about it as a measuring stick game. And I think that they measured up well. Mm, they didn't maybe, really show yeah. up for the third, though. Like, they were pretty good in the first two periods, and then the third, it was like... It's like they're holding on to the tree in the hurricane and just getting, like, just holding on, get, almost getting blown off. Oh, hand went. But oh, no, I got it back thing. on the tree. Ah! They did hold like on, though. For, and then they got to the shootout, right? and then Anderson bailed And that's out. really, that's key, because last year they probably would have blown it. Yeah. Not to the lead, but they, they didn't lose in regulation. Well, that's the thing, right? So I think that's I think that's huge. I think that's uh, I think that's really huge. I I I really like the Kapanen shorthanded goal too because 
You see him. Oh, that was He cruel. chips it past PK Subban, and then he's like, um, he reaches back. So he's at a full stop almost before he gets going again. But he's so fast that he still beats the Predators player up the ice. Yeah. And then he is... totally fakes the pass to Moore, gets Rene to open up, and just slides at five hole. It was just like, just the whole event, like the whole series of plays. It was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that whole play was him saying, you are never not putting me in the lineup. So again. I think maybe it would be nice to maybe see Kapanen on the top line just maybe once or twice just to see what it looks like. Just like maybe Kapanen, Matthews, Nylander. I mean, maybe that would be cool. I mean, there was a few instances last night where um, Matthews was out there with Kapanen and they had a scoring chance for. I've noticed that the, that Babcock's been putting Kapanen up there with Matthews and Hyman if they're they have a lead late. So it's interesting. So that means he's he trusts Kapanen to play on the top line in defensive situations, but he still likes Hyman so much that he won't move him. Yeah. And he was obviously benching more. Yeah. And playing Matthews with Komarov and Kapanen yesterday, and double shifting Matthews, which is good too. That, I mean, yep. Matthews didn't really have a great game last night, but uh, they need they need like the better he plays, the better the team is. It's obviously, he's their number one center. He's their best player. Yeah. Also, though, I found uh, lately that Matthews just hasn't seemed like himself. Have you kind of thought that too? Uh, he was really good against the Ducks, and he was really good against the Rangers. Just, um, and I and then against the Bruins, he was up against the Bergeron line because they were away. So like he was getting. I mean, it's hard to look good when you're playing against Patrice Bergeron, right? Like, yeah. And I, it's I just find it's a bit concerning that the Leafs have had two games against like contending teams, and they haven't looked great in either of them they looked better against nashville last night at home when they could kind of get the line matchups they wanted a bit more but it's it does two yeah. things i have to say the game but against boston really concerned here's the thing leafs were playing their third game in four nights they're away and boston is super yeah. on fuego right now like like, if you try and touch any of the Bruins players, I'm pretty sure you get a third-degree burn. Like, they're all, like Tuka Rask is playing out of his mind. But it's never going to stop. It's like... It's just, it's never going to stop. But eventually, they're not going to be that like, hot anymore. Like, they're going to go... Hockey doesn't work that way. You don't play that well it's, all year. You can't... Like, my, you can't go 17-1-3. said that for one like a three. month, and it just keeps going. Yeah, but they've even started to slow down a bit now. Like, right, they had that stretch where they won, I, I think they're 18-1-3 in their last 22, but, like, three of those 1-3 have come in the last two weeks. So, and they played the Rangers last night. Does that even count? I mean, we beat them easily. That's You know what I mean? Like, so the Leafs schedule coming up, they got the Sens yes. on Saturday. Which they should beat, the Sens, on Saturday. 
Then they have Tampa on Monday, Columbus Wednesday, and then next Saturday they ha- yep. they go to Pittsburgh. So they have another th- like. So I look at this two ways. One, the schedule is getting a little bit better for them because they don't have any back to backs in the next week. Like e- they have at least one or two days rest between each game. But they're also playing tougher opponents. Like Tampa is going to be tough. Columbus yep. is a pretty good team, and Pittsburgh is playing really good hockey right now. Um. Yeah. So two of those. The other thing is our our schedule to round up the year is real cozy. In terms, well, I don't know if. Yeah, we got to play Buffalo like four times in March, which we play Montreal again. We play New Jersey, I think, once or twice. Um, but New Jersey's so, pretty decent. Sometimes yeah. I don't know. And one of the actually things in this note that I was thinking about earlier before we started was how going into the season, the big question was how is Toronto going to deal with inevitable injuries in a sophomore filled year, right? And everyone said, oh, well, Toronto might finish in the exact same position as they did last year. If, you know, we take a bit of a step forward, but we deal with a bunch of injuries that set us back. Well, here's the thing is we're further ahead now than we were last year. We're going to walk into a playoff spot we have a soft end of the year, and we've had a ton of injuries in comparison to last year that they've, I think, responded well to the adversity of. So I think, you know, we've taken a huge step forward. We finished the season in April with Montreal, New Jersey, Buffalo. Um, so that could be, you know, three straight wins going into the playoffs. That could be real confidence builders. You have to go into the playoffs winning at least one or two games. You can't go in on a losing streak. And then... Um, Prior to that, we have teams like the Islanders, Florida, Buffalo again, Detroit, Montreal, Buffalo, Dallas, who's kind of been met, Buffalo again. So, and we, a lot of Buffalo because we haven't played no exactly, yet. and we play the Islanders a couple of times and the Panthers a couple of times as well. So, um, sure, we have to deal with Tampa, Columbus, Pittsburgh in the rest of this uh, upcoming games. But then it just it really softens like Detroit, Florida, Islanders, Florida. But I'm not. Like, okay, so when I say we have a tough schedule coming up, I'm talking more like this is a good test to see where the Leafs are at right now. Like, uh, it's an important I, meeting. I, like, I, we know the, there's like a 99% chance the Leafs are making the playoffs. Like, uh, it's 100%. And they're playing, they're either playing Boston or Tampa, depending on how things work out. But having said that, that's why it's. I'm more worried about what the Leafs are going to do once we get into the playoffs, and I want to see them perform well. Yep. I mean, against other top teams, because that's the direct. Like when I see them play really well against the Islanders and the Rangers, it's like, well, that's nice. It's fun to watch, and it's fun to be to watch the game and see them just destroy another team. But those teams probably aren't making the playoffs, and. My expectations for the Leafs are they're going to start becoming a contender this year and next year, which means when they play games against Nashville, I'd like to see them, like, keep it a little closer in the third. Yeah. Or when they play against the Bruins, I'd like to see it. I think with... while the game was only a 3-1 game, it didn't feel like a 3-1 game. It felt like the Bruins were, 19 nothing. were bending us yeah. over um... for most of it. Right? No, exactly. Um, so the res- I'm less results 
oriented right now and more i mean it's nice to get wins and it's good to see guys get points and but i want to see the process i want i want to see them go up against these top teams and stay in the game um look like they yeah, belong which they're still learning though games. right like because I think those games last night, are i think oh, it was no, last I'm, night like yeah when you watch I agreed. Yeah, and when you watch the Nashville game, it was like, I'll equate it to riding a bike where you haven't ridden the bike really fast yet, and you're starting to get a bit of a speed wobble, but they didn't fall off the bike last night. Do you know what I mean? Like, they they saved it. And I think last year they would have tried that, let's get up to speed, and then they would have wobbled and fallen over instead of, you know, Craig (laughs) Craig Anderson, uh, Frederick Anderson putting out a, a, a safety brace. So, um, I think last night was an indicator that they're they're still moving forward. I think I think it I think it's pronounced yes. Yes, it Fresna Anderson. Fresna Anderson. 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 Yeah. I'm going with Anderson because that's the way he looked. Because that's the... yes. Uh, also, Anderson-a. something I'll bring up. This is I like kind Fresna of breaking Anderson. news. Um, the New York Rangers have just put out a statement from the general manager and the head coach. Um, basically saying, um, and I just kind of read it super quick, but um, I'll, I'll just read the last sentence of their, their press release that says, we appreciate uh, that you have stood by us being Rangers fans, and we ask you to remain by our side as we undertake this exciting new chapter filled with promise and change. So the Rangers are going to trade everyone. Just a, just a note. Yeah, they're going to... Well, they put Brandon Smith on, on waivers today. And that that's like that's like four months after he signed a four year contract with them. So Yep. And also other breaking news, the 49ers signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a record five year, hundred and thirty seven and a half million dollar deal, cool. which is the biggest Back NFL to the Rangers. Uh can we get a free Henrik Lundquist trend going? Like yep. please free this man. Please save this man from a rebuild. Please, somebody, trade for Henrik Lundqvist. I implore you, trade for him. Exactly. Oh. No, sorry. I just wanted to drop the uh, drop one. Wanted to drop the Garoppolo news because it's in news. Um, yeah, if they if they move Lundqvist, which would just be like mercy yep. pull at this point in time, right? Um, it's just where is he gonna go? Like we talked about this yesterday. Like, uh, where 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 could he possibly? St. Louis. Where? Uh, St. Louis would be good. Yeah. Carolina I mean, needs a goaltender. Um, what about what about in the Atlantic? Um, what about uh, what about like Detroit? Yeah, but they're rebuilding, right? And they have no cap space. Yeah, they have no cap space. Uh, I didn't know they didn't have cap space. Because I was going to say None. if Detroit, you know wins the draft lottery this year. I think Detroit's going to win the draft lottery this year, by the way. I've been saying that for a while. I'm going to stand by it. I think Detroit wins the draft lottery. And they get another superstar Swedish defenseman. I, I'm, I'm, I, I called it before, and I'm standing by it. I think Detroit wins the drafty lottery. Do you want to call a winner now? I would... I'm going to go with... This is, It's tough, because... I'm gonna. I I doubt. I doubt Arizona wins it because they don't have good enough luck to get that. I'm gonna say. 
Edmonton because of course. You can't say Edmonton. Pick someone else. That's too heartbreaking. <laughs> you can't say. Well, that's who I. Okay, uh, Vancouver because they deserve. Well, their fans don't deserve, and Jim, they don't deserve it. But I hope they do because there are at least a few people that follow the Canucks and write for them that I'm like, you deserve a break. You deserve something good to happen to you, which is not lose every draft lottery and drop out of the top three spots, even though you finish in the bottom three for like three years in a row. Yeah. Watch someone just completely off the board. Like New Jersey was kind of an off the board win last year. Um, The Islanders, if they miss the playoffs, imagine them missing the playoffs and then... They get the first overall pick, they draft Dolan, and then they re-sign Tavares. Hmm. That could be interesting. Speaking well, yeah, of... Do you think... And it will never happen, because they're crosstown rivals, but Lundquist to the Islanders. That would be expensive. And... That would be... If the Islanders and... are looking like... Like, if the Islanders and... are in a playoff spot at the deadline, I think they go... Like, that's not impossible, right? And there's not really that big of a rivalry between the Islanders and the Rangers anymore. Like... It's Rangers Devils. Oh, I, I guess maybe. I just think it's hard to trade your it's hard to trade your superstar franchise legend goaltender to your cross town team that's in your division. You know what I mean? Like it's not like Yankees Mets where they play in different like divisions and leagues. <laughs> like you have to play them like four or five times a year. It's pretty hard to But on the other hand, if they're going to pay you a lot to get it, then why not? Like, I sometimes I, yeah. if you're a rebuilding team and you can get the best trade off of someone yeah. in your division, just do it. Yep. If it's the best, if mm-hmm. you're going to get the most, then do it. Like, I know you will then have to beat that player later, but like, if you're. If you're tanking yep. or like trying to honestly rebuild and tear it down, get the most value you can out of your players. Who cares if they're a rival or in your division? Full stop. Yeah, and if it's an older player yeah. too, if it's an older player as well, then yeah. who cares? Like they're like, going to be around for three or four more years. If you're years. talking like young pieces. Yeah, like obviously if you're trading like a yeah. guy, like, okay, when Nashville traded Seth Jones uh, for Ryan Johansson. That's exactly what I was going to say. Gonna gonna say that, that deal doesn't happen in division. That happen in division. Even no. though they used to be in the same division, but now they're not in the same division. Um, they used to be. So it looks like they're going to go back to one versus um, one versus eight in the playoffs. Eight? Um, Hallelujah. Yeah, which, I mean, this year would mean that the Leafs would be playing New Jersey or who was the other team? Uh, I think Washington. Uh, I thought it was Pittsburgh. No, but long story short, um, would be much better off playing not Tampa or Boston, right? Yeah, instead of playing the second or first best team in the conference, we'd be playing. We would the have home sixth ice. or fifth or seventh. We would be playing Philly since or New Jersey. The, since the Leafs are, you know, but no, we'll just play the second best team in the conference. Why would you get? Why would you be the third best team in your conference when you can play second? Yeah, the second place team in the first who, round. Who would you rather? By the way, that I don't know fine. if we got to this. Who would you rather between Tampa and Boston if the playoffs started today? Today, Lightning, because Boston is, as I said, they're on fuego. Like I just, and I don't understand. I mean, it's it's kind of pick your poison. 
because like Tampa is also really, really good. But I mean, right now Boston looks unbeatable and we just lost to them like th- less than a week ago and just got curb stomped by them. So I'm not signing up for four games of curb stomping. No, I and I, I think that's an easy I decision. Just, Please don't curb stomp me, Patrice yeah, Bergeron. <laughs> oh yeah, and that game exactly. they didn't have Marshan. Now they have Marshan back. Yeah, I I think Toronto would have a much happier time, and I would be like, I would be less devastated if we lost to Tampa than if we did to Boston. True, I have less of a hate for Tampa currently than I do for Boston. Yep, yep, that's it. Okay, so so. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that will be my answer at the end of the season because there's still a lot of time, but like if if yeah, we February 9th we were playing first round of the playoffs, if this was the lockout shorted season, we only played 55 games. Please no Boston. Yeah, we we still have the trade deadline to get through and that could change a lot of things as well. Yeah, it's only a few weeks away. Few weeks away. So, I'm yeah. expecting there's going to be a trade sometime soon because there's always like that first trade a couple weeks out. That happens. Yep. The people that are like, I need to yep. get my business done now because I don't want to overpay by panicking at the deadline, which is usually a smart move. Usually making your trade early works out most of the time, except for when it doesn't, and then it doesn't. 100% of the time, it works 50% of the time. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Are we ready to play Who's That Leaf? I did. I haven't prepared one, so it'll just be... It'll just be you okay, asking well, me. Okay, well, I have I have prepared okay. one. So, Ronson Brown. Who's that Leaf? He is 26th on the all-time Leafs points list. Matt Stajan. 26th more... No, but that's... I don't think he's that far up. I Matt Stajan went to Calgary too early in his career. I just figured it's like not that hard to be high on that list. Um... Uh, he played for the Leafs starting in 2009, so his first year with the Leafs was 2009. Ooh, okay. Um, Phil Castle. Incorrect. He was an undrafted hmm. player. Tyler Bozak. That is correct. Tyler ding, Bozak. Ding, ding. And yes... Tyler Bozak is 26th on the all-time Leafs point list. Yay. Man, he's been so bad this year. Like, it's been not, like, I think the Leafs would probably be a lot closer to Tampa-Boston if Tyler Bozak could maybe score some points. If Tyler Bozak played like Tyler Bozak last year? Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll well, be, like, he's going to bank some points. GVR scored last night, so that's good. They're going to make some points against the turd oppositions that they have to play to finish the year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, getting that lot, that whole line going like that JVR Bozak Brown at five on five would be, that would be crucial. Good. I guess like, even if you could get a little bit more out of them, a few, like, I'm not saying they need to be like elite running teams over. I'm just saying, can you like carry your weight guys or like JVR scored last night. And I think he had, like, 19 points in his first 21 games of the season. And he's only gotten, like, 7 or 8 in his last 30. And you're like... Ungood. That's, um... Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. Uh, could you score a few that more, would please? Be... 
And a lot of his points are at on the power yeah. play too, right? Like he doesn't. I mean, five on five is where I think we need more from that line. And I don't. I don't know if if trying to bring someone else in to fit, to switch Bozak to the fourth line role and try and get a third C to fill in there and maybe try and spark something or what. But I th- I don't know. Like they're. With Connor Brown there, they're not as bad defensively as they were before. And they seem to have some jump. They just don't seem to be producing um, any points, which is less than ideal. You kind of want points. You need points. You need to put goals on the other team and not have goals on you. That's hockey. Let's do that hockey. Freddie Anderson should be nominated for the Vezo, right? So I saw someone today who said the the uh, finalists for the Vesna should be Vasilevsky, Tuka Rask, and Frederick Anderson. And I was like, did you forget about Sergei Bobrovsky? Or do you only watch Atlantic games? <laughs> I mean, those like, are... I don't disagree that those three guys should be in the conversation. I'm just saying they're, like, they're not the only goalies in the league. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe if you have guys that you kind of go, oh, it's close between three and four, maybe you should just have a fourth ballot nominee. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, honestly, I don't, like, I, maybe I need to watch more Tampa games, but I don't think Vasilevsky's played that, like, he was really good at the start of the year. I don't know how well he's played, say, the last and, like, month Like, the whole or so. team is good. In Toronto, the whole team, not that great. Freddie, extra amazing. Like, Freddie could be Toronto's heart person. Yeah, I th- Guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's hard to separate goalies from their team because so many of their stats that most people will look at are, are team stats, really. Like, if you don't give up many shots, your goalie might have I a really high should... save percentage. If you, if you play really well defensively, like, he's not going to allow that many goals against. So his GAA is going to be real good. That's a team stat. Goals against allowed is a team stat. Um, what about high danger scoring save percentage? I I like that stat. I also like, um, there's also, like, a goals saved above average stat. So it tracks, like, if you had a league average goalie and these chances were being thrown at him this is how many goals he would allow and this is how many above that your goalie has saved or below that because some goalies are below that because they're worse um so i think that's a really good indication of how um you can also look at um expected goals against and then actual goals against it's another way of looking at it um so for example uh if i go to if i go and look at the leafs expected goals against if this will load for me which of course it will not so let's just not do that um i i would i would suspect that considering the leafs are one of the worst teams in the league for expected goals against and they are not last in the league in standings or in actual goals against yeah that tells me that freddie anderson's pretty good yeah it also doesn't hurt that he has like a 930 save percentage since the end of October. That mm-hmm. also tells me he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
I don't disagree that he should be in the conversation. I'm just not saying, like, this guy should definitely win the Vesna. Or these three guys should definitely be the finalists. I'm like, eh, there's some other guys. On, like, Bobrovsky's played pretty good in Columbus this year. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury's played pretty well in Vegas. Not for enough time, I don't think, to be a Vesna nominee this year. Yeah. But you can't just look at, like... This, this goalie has the most wins in the league. Well, he should be a Vesna winner then. Or this guy has the best save percentage. Yeah. There's You gotta, gotta go a little deeper than that. Also... A little, a little deeper than that. And if all of your Vesna candidates come from one division, maybe you should start watching some other hockey games. Also, though, Toronto is 29th in shots on goal allowed. That's bad. Or Freddie is that good. There, There's 31 teams in the league. If you're 29th in something, that's bad. So. Yeah. What, um, so predictions for next week. We'll, pro- we'll, we'll have another podcast up on Thursday. So there's three games between now and then. They play the Sens. They play Tampa. And they play Columbus. How many points do you think they get from those three games? Um, so we'll get two. I think they get... Three, three out of six. I think we'll probably three scrounge five hundred. Yeah, I think they'll get two from Ottawa, one from Columbus, and none from Tampa. What do you think? I say, I predict they will get four. I hope they get five. Hmm, where do but you... I think, I think they they can beat the Sens. I think they can beat Columbus. Yep. Um. I I think if you look at I think they should beat Columbus and I think it'll be tough against Tampa but if they can get a point against Tampa I'd be pretty happy. But I also re- I think the most important game to watch is the Tampa game. I think if you're going to only watch one of those three games, watch the Tampa game to see how they do against the Lightning to see how the rate of play goes to see because i mean if you get a point against tampa but they fill you in all game or if you win the game because anderson stands on his head then that's not as meaningful as if you then if you like get a point but you played them equally you know what i mean yeah just like have a good game you know compete don't suck be a good pro go out there have a good game you know just do the thing the little things that you're supposed to do And uh, everything will be all right. We'll talk to you next week.